Yeah, hello listeners, this is Mitch Lewis back with another episode of the Form Guide Breakdowns preview podcast. This week, South Australian Racing heads out to Murray Bridge. Now with the close of the Group 1 Carnival, obviously South Australian Racing just quietens down a little bit, but in my opinion these are still some pretty handy fields for a Murray Bridge meeting and there's some quite good odds on offer. So we'll work our way through the card. Uh, Just to start, I'll give you a little indicator on the track conditions. So we're looking at a soft five currently. There are some showers forecast through Saturday and even a few Friday, I believe. So I've done the form looking like it's going to be closer to a soft six. The rail is going to be in the true position as well. So it doesn't really make a big difference here on this track. It's got a big long straight and it's a big wide track. So every runner tends to get their chance. I'm probably favouring runners that I think are going to find the middle of the track coming from midfield to back. Um, I tend to sort of lean away from leaders here at Murray Bridge as I just think they can be a little bit vulnerable in the run sometimes, particularly if they get some pressure during the run. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, We'll work through race by race. So obviously kicking off race one here a two-year-old maiden over the 1,000 metres. So tricky little start. Obviously, there's some form lines coming here, there, and everywhere when you've got horses on debut and coming out of other races. So what I've done is I've put number 13, Walk Like an Angel, on top. I thought her trials were pretty handy. She wasn't asked to do a lot over 2,000-metre trials, and she worked through the line quite nicely. So I thought she looked like a pretty good type. Um... Stubby Holder rode her in both of those trials, and he sticks with her here today, which I always think is an encouraging sign as well. She's been very well supported in early markets, and she looks at this stage like she might be favourite by Saturday. So I've put her on top. Next, I've gone number three, Kalasek. So Kalasek, for me, looks the best of the runners who has race experience. He was second here a little over a week ago. And previous to that, he was contending some much stronger two-year-old races at Morfittville near the start of the carnival. So he's the one with the race experience that I would back in the most. And I think you're getting pretty good odds about him right now. And then to close out the picks, I've gone with number one, Gettable. So the Mar Eustace team bring Gettable over across, probably looking for a winnable two-year-old race. Um, on debut, showed pretty good talent here, uh, not here, sorry, at Stoll in some trials. Um, I think it was nominated for a few other races as well, so I'm not 100% sure if this is where it's going to come, but if it can run up to that trial, it'll be around the mark as well. So on to race two now, another maiden. This one's over the 1,200 metres. I've put number seven, Wally West, on top. He's placed in two other starts this prep. I think this looks his best chance. He's been well supported in both of those starts and he's been well supported into favourite here again today. I think he looks a reasonable type. So with even luck and sort of good air, open air in the straight, I think he'll be pretty hard to hold out at the short price. Second pick, I've gone with number four, Del Cradier. So I thought he showed some pretty good talent on debut when he made some good ground up on a track that was tough to do so. Since then, he's had two other starts where he really hasn't sort of showed that same turn of foot. So you're kind of backing him to be able to find it here today. But I think, yeah, if we do see it, he's definitely going to be around the mark. And I think he should appreciate the Murray Bridge track. 
third pick, I've gone for number eight in Timidator. Um, third on debut here at Murray Bridge. Thought he raced pretty greenly, so I'm expecting to see some improvement out of him now that he's had that first day at the race. But yeah, I think this one's probably... Got Wally West written all over it if you're keen to have a bet in it. I'm probably one I'm going to stay out of and just watch Wally West go around. On to race three, the staying race over the 12,000... 12,000... 2,500 metres, come on. Um, Yeah, look, this one's pretty even. I thought there was five or six that I could probably give you. So it might not be a race that I'm pretty keen to bet in again, and that's purely because... I've got some crisscrossing form lines here that are making it a little bit tricky, but I've put number one, Canford, on top. Canford was ninth in the 2002 Adelaide Cup, so at his best, he's got some pretty good talent, and I would say he's probably at the starting to find his peak now that he's had four runs. I'm going to forgive his little run last start over the 2,000 metres. I don't think he was really well suited to that. The start prior, he was over the 2,500 metres at listed level and he wasn't too far away. He was about five links behind. So I I like him better at the 2,500. I think he needs a trip like that. He's won over this trip uh, at this track and distance as well. He's had two starts for two seconds. So in well at the weights. I've put Canford on top. Next pick, I've gone with number four, Dixie Whistler. I thought Dixie Whistler is... Also pretty well suited, gets in light at the weights and generally runs well over this 2,500 metre trip. She has also had two starts over the same track and trip, both for two seconds. So she's always around the mark, you know she's going to push forwards and she's fit. So she'll be right up there. And then to close out, I've gone with number two, Verimli. So Verimli looks like one of these horses that's just going to be due a win and probably can win a race like this. His form back in Victoria for his old stable was in much stronger levels than this. So if he turns up at his best, I think he'll be one that'll be pretty hard to hold out. You've just got to probably take him on a bit of trust. You know he'll push forwards and try and control this race too. Moving on to race four. A little interesting race this as well. I think there's probably four that I think will be the only chances to win. And they are Eagle Lou, Santelmo, Fuego whiskey and women and motel i've put eagle lou on top i thought eagle lou said had a little freshen up since it was third behind silent sorrente who's obviously been in red hot form i think eagle lou appreciates this track we know he's got the big finish um, and he's had three starts here for a win and two seconds so he's pretty well suited i like that he's had the little freshen up i don't mind him out of barrier 11 I think if he finds clear air, he will be hard to hold out. Uh, next, Santelmo Fuego. Uh, I thought it produced probably a career peak performance last start for that win at Morfordville over the 1800. Uh, comes down in grade here today in obviously a slightly easier race, but will carry extra weight due to that. Um, he'll go forwards, firing and fit. If he runs up to what he did last start, yeah, it'll be hard to beat again. Um, I'm just not sure that he will on this track. Um, and then Whiskey and Women number four to close out this race. A last start winner coming up in grade now. Um, it's a slightly tougher race than last start, but he's been around the mark in strong races at Morfordville this prep. He's going to be well suited here again at Murray Bridge. Likes the track. Um, has one here twice, so no real knocks, but yeah, I'd 
like I said, I think I'm only giving those three and Motel the chance. Eagle Lou probably for me on top is probably going to be a little a little one I'm interested in having a bet on. Race five now, I think this is the best race of the day. Um, I also think there are a few types in here that actually are pretty handy and may go on to some bigger or better things going forwards this prep. So they're including... Number one, Hope at Hand. Number two, Clabel. Number three, Dumma Glass. Number four, Birdies Galore. Number six, Storyteller. Even um, number seven, Cold Case. Like these are all, this is a pretty handy field. I'm probably going to have a two play in this race, to be honest. I'm going to back number six, Storyteller, and number one, Hope at Hand. Now, Storyteller's only very lightly raced. He's only had two career starts. He won on Debu at Oakbank, made good ground up, which you know can be pretty hard to do at Oakbank sometimes. And then his second start, he ran second at Morfittville, only half a length behind Sharipa, who we know is a very handy type. He ran the fastest closing sectionals of the day that day, and that was Derby Day. Uh, and he goes up to the 1,200 metres here today, which is going to suit him to a T. Um, I put him in my black book after that Shiripa race and said, just watch for him to go up to the 1,200 metres because he hit the line super that day. So that's why he, I think he's a massive chance here on a track that's really going to suit him. The tiny little knock I've got on him is the barrier. I don't I don't want him to be drawn so close to the rails, but I'm expecting he can go back and hopefully make his way around the field. And then, yeah, I'm also keen on number one, Hope at Hand. So... It's a big dropping grade for Hope at Hand today. This is a BM70. Her last start was the Group Group 2 Tobin Bronze. Um, she was 3.2 links behind Royal Merchant, and Royal Merchant then came out and won the Goodwood. So that's a very strong form line. I think she's very well placed here at a barrier 8. She'll go back, and she'll be back with Storyteller, and I think one of these two is going to win based on the race map. So they'll be sitting back off it, letting it all unfold, I think either one of those is going to be hard to hold out, and you're getting around 550 for both. So I'm not going to argue anyone about having a two-play in this race. And closing out my picks, I've put number two, Clabel. So Clabel beat home, hope at hand in the Tobin Bronze last start. I think he'll look to push forwards and lead. Um, he's probably going to cop a bit of pressure from types like Dumma Glass and Birdies Galore. So that was the only knock I had on him, but the very strong form line behind Royal Merchant is why I've put him in the picks because it wouldn't surprise me if he does turn out and win this. Race six now, interesting race. I'm willing to risk the favourite number seven outback action. No real knock on it. Um, I thought it was pretty well suited when it won well at Mornington last start and obviously comes across here with some good form lines. I just think, like I said earlier at the start, you can be a little bit susceptible on the speed. So I've sort of just steered away from him at that short price, but he obviously brings across a very big figure from that last start. I want to be with number 13, Pontadera. So he's had three good runs this prep, Pontadera. He won one of them and has come second in the other two. He's right down in the weights for this race. He's only going to carry 53.5 kilos after Ben Price's claim. And he has won over this track and trip previously. So I think he's very well placed at around the $6.50 price. Um, he'll settle probably last, and he's going to find the middle of the track, which I said is probably going to be the best part of the going. I like him at that price, just to risk the little shorty. Um, and then closing out these picks, I've gone with number four, Keep Reading. So I'm a big fan of Keep Reading, but he hasn't had any real luck this um, prep with barrier draws. He's drawn out quite wide a few times, and again, he has drawn out wide here. 
Uh, last start, he was still only 1.7 lengths behind the winner after having to do a lot of extra work from a wide barrier. I think he'll appreciate up to the 1200s and he'll appreciate getting onto the Murray Bridge track. Um, he's won two out of three over 1,200-metre trips, so a little bit more suited here today, but the wide barrier probably hurts his chances for mine. Moving on to race seven, found this one the toughest of the day, so I'll probably skim over it pretty quick. Uh, number 16, second to none I had on top. Thought it was a pretty big run last start at Morfordville when she was fourth. Um, she settled dead last, a long way off him, and made up some pretty good ground late. That was over the 1,050 metres, so she's up to the 1,200 metres today on the bigger track. I think she's much better suited here. Clemarks, my second pick, number four. Thought he was impressive winning last start, coming off a long layoff. Um, he, he could be an improver for being second up now with that extra fitness, but he is drawn horribly. He's going to need a lot of luck from out there. I think he's got the talent, though. That's why I've got him as the second pick, but I think he's a little bit of a risk. And then number eight, Golden Age, is a pretty intriguing horse for me, making his debut for the Sue Murphy stable. He's an ex-Hawks runner coming from Victoria. So his recent trial suggests he'll probably push forwards in this massive field. Maybe that's going to be the position to be in running here, but he's one I probably just want to watch and go and see what they do with. Uh, he looks a good type for some of those southeast races for me. Um, but yeah, second to none on top, tricky race, one I'm not keen to bet in. Race eight now. This is probably going to be my value bet of the day. I'm pretty keen on number four, Silver on red at a good price. I thought he looks over the odds for mine. Uh, very well suited here today. He's, he's down in grade. Um, last start, he was 1.8 lengths behind Cumin, and Cumin's gone on to win the South Australian Sprint Series final recently, so that's good form line for this BM68. He loves Murray Bridge. He's had six starts here. He's had two wins, two seconds, and a third, so only missed the placings once from those six starts. Um... I think he's a massive chance on this track to produce the big finish that we know he can. I think he'll be held safe from barrier 11, and I think the booking of Lockie Nindorf is a positive as well. So he looks well over the odds for mine. Second pick, I've gone number one, sorry, Celsius Star. So hard to knock recent form. Good for, uh, Winning form's good form. He's won three in a row now. Um, he's got to go up in weights today. That's probably the risk. I mean, he's... he's continually going up in the weights at this grade, but he does continue to win. So he will be around the mark, I feel. He's got a good barrier and he's got a good race map, but I just think that he might be reaching his peak for this prep now. And then to close out, another interesting runner, number three, the big easy for the Clark and O'Shea stable. He's on debut for the stable. He's an ex-Mar Eustace horse. Um, it's probably easier races that he's been competing in in New South Wales, but he was a fair few links off him when he was in New South Wales. So I just want to watch him. Um, he intrigues me a little bit, and I think he might be one to follow. So I'm just going to see what he does in this race and maybe follow him going out of it just to see where he stacks up here in South Australia. But, yeah, very intriguing runner, that one. On to race nine now. This is be my best bet of the day. Number six, Platinum Wolf. I um, thought he was super impressive last start on the Parks track. Uh, he went dead last. I think he was about 10 lengths off him. We know it's pretty hard to do on the Parks track, but he made up some super ground late and only missed him by 1.7 lengths. So much better suited here today at Murray Bridge. 
He's won two from two starts here, loves the track. If he is anything up to what his potential is here today, I think he's going to be very hard to beat in this race. He's had some good support. He's currently sitting around the 280 mark, and that's probably where I'd like to play him at. Next pick, I've gone with number seven, Tapping for Par. So Tapping for Par did knock off um, Platinum Wolf in that last start at Morfittville Parks. Uh, the only sort of little knock I had on Platinum Wolf, he's got a big weight swing, so he's going to have to carry a lot of extra weight, which is probably going to make it a little bit harder for him here today. But obviously, maps well, um, did beat a handy one last start, so he wouldn't surprise and then closing out the picks, I've gone with number three, Copperfield. So a Victorian visitor will likely roll forward and try and make the race his own. He's never missed a placing over the 1,400 metre and appreciates a really wet track. So if we get more rain than expected and we're near that heavy range, I'd just keep an eye on that because I'm not sure if Platinum Wolf will appreciate it. And we know Copperfield will. So if I'm playing in the soft range, very, very keen Platinum Wolf. If I'm playing in the heavy, I'm just going to reevaluate the race probably. So that's your race by race. I'll go through the quaddy. So first leg, race number six, we're going to go numbers three, Picago, number four, keep reading, number seven, outback action, and number 13, Pontadera. Race seven, we're going to be with number one, Lope de Wolf, number four, Clamark, number seven, Way to Go Polar, number eight, Golden Age, and number 16, Second to None. Leg three, race number eight, we're with one, Celsius Star, two, Hong Bao, three, The Big Easy, four, Silver on Red, seven, Classy Kenny, and number 17, a lot of fun. And then to close out our quaddy, one out, number six, Platinum Wolf. So off the top of my head, that was $120 for one full unit of the quaddy. Best bets, uh, my standout best bet is race nine, number six, Platinum Wolf. Uh, if we go to race number eight, this is the value play of the day, number four, Silver on Red. And the two play in race five, I reckon one of these two definitely wins. Number one, Hope at Hand. And number six, Storyteller. Uh, last week, I also introduced a little around the grounds so what i'm looking at this week is i haven't done my sand down form yet so you'll have to check that out on the website but i've actually done a little bit of the mount gambia for sunday so mount gambia is obviously my home track i think i found us two at this stage no odds yet so hopefully they come up something decent i think we might find a decent enough price with this one uh, race two we're going to be with number one free fallen so was massive odds last start at Bordertown and absolutely stormed home. I think he looks pretty well suited on the wet track and Kayla Crowther goes on, so that's a big positive for me for these horses that get back in the running. He'd probably be one that'll appreciate the Mount Gambier straight, so I think you might get a little bit of a price about him. And then in the Millicent Cup here at Mount Gambier today, I'm going to be with race seven, number one, Prince Joffre. So... Followers might remember we've been with Prince Joffre a couple times, hit this prep. Uh, I think he won twice for us, uh, and then he's sort of been contesting in some tougher races at Morfittville in his last couple. 
I think he's going to find this a lot easier. He was six lengths behind that in-form silent Sorrento last start. So that's a pretty good form line, um, considering everyone was about six lengths behind him. So I think he's the one for us today at Mount Gambier. And that's obviously a wrap. So thanks again for listening. Good luck this weekend. Hopefully there's a few winners. I'm pretty keen on a few of those ones at odds. So keep an eye on the Twitter and the webpage, and I'll post you about which ones I'm going to back. Um, Gamble responsibly and always remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you think you may have a problem, please call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858 or visit the gamblinghelpline.org.au. Thanks again. Have a good week. Speak to you all soon.